Welcome to episode 125 of the Left Behind Game Club. This week, we finish off our Hitman 2 series with episode 6. Let's get right into it. You're listening to the Left Behind Game Club. Welcome to the Left Behind Game Club, our never-ending attempt to make sure that no game is left behind. I'm your host, Jacob McCord, and today I have two friends with me. The first friend, you know him, you love him. His name is Michael Ruffalo. I'm excited to talk about a really fantastic episode. And here to show me a figurine of a League of Legends character is Mo Mertati. Tristana is OP. <laughs> uh, we are finishing off our Hitman 2 series today uh, with the level called the Isle of Segale. I believe it's Scottish, so forgive me, I'm Irish. Uh, if this is the first time you're tuning into one of our Hitman 2 episodes, you might want to go back to the first episode we did. Uh, we have six of them. Start there, come back to the here when you're ready, and you know what? It'll, it'll be here for you. We're, we'll wait, just, just chill. Uh, let's start this one off as we always do with the mission briefing. Our source on the island just made a critical discovery. The Constant has a poison chip embedded in his neck. A failsafe, in case he's compromised. Damn it. Uh, We should have expected something like this. So, we subdue the Constant before he has time to react. Not that simple. The device is remote-triggered, and during his stay on the island, two kill switches have been entrusted to twin sisters Zoe and Sophia Washington. Two young, ambitious Providence operatives and newly appointed chairwomen of the Ark Society. Apparently, even the Constant is unaware of this arrangement. Right. Change of plans. We divide and conquer. 47 takes out the Washingtons while I figure out a way to get the Constant off the island. It'll be tight, but once we're back at the ship, we should be able to surgically remove the chip before the partners have time to react. 47? Tell me about the targets. I know them from the archive. Zoe and Sophia's father is president of a powerful conservative think tank, one of Providence's prime assets. The apples don't fall far from the tree. No saints either. According to ICA files, the twins are pampered socialites who get their kicks from treasure hunting. Commanding a band of trigger-happy mercenaries, Zoe and Sophia prowl the world in search for ancient relics. With little regard for local culture or even human life, they stop at nothing to claim their prize. Well, collateral damage they may be, but safe to say, they have it coming. All right, y'all. So Providence, an island off the coast of Scotland, a man with an exploding pill in his neck. Janice is dead. Please help me understand what the heck is going on. So I think the man with the pill in his neck, his name is The Constant. Uh-huh. And he is, it seems like, an operator for uh, Providence. Um, kind of responsible for it. And he's on the island with Zoe and... Sophia. Sophia Washington. Two young, I believe, Princeton graduates who mm-hmm. are heading up the Ark Society, which was the last piece of info we got from Janus, an organization that he set up. And all of the ultra-uber-elite and wealthy are on this island. Um, looking to buy their bunker for only $99 million to survive the end times. Um, And our mission is to get to the island, take out both Washington twins, while not killing um, the man with the pill in his neck, the constant, um, while not being detected and, uh, and getting him out alive. 
And y'all, I don't know if you felt this way. And Lucas Gray obviously is also part of this mission. And there's an optional mission as well where you can help to extract him. Uh, but we'll get to that after we talk about the thing we always talk about, which is our scores. Um, I have a feeling that they're not going to change much. Uh, so let me just pull them up here and tell you how we did in last place. Uh, unsurprisingly, is your boy. Uh, his Yeah, this is not surprising. What was your this score? Is, my score was uh, 31,729. Uh, I did it in 19 minutes and 49 seconds. Um, yeah, I, I'll tell you, I played this level for about four hours total. Uh, wow. I knew it well by the end, but I, st- I still couldn't make it happen. Wow. Uh, in second place uh, is Mike wow. uh, at 89,007 uh, points. Uh, you ended up at uh, one hour, over an hour. Yes. Um, but you did pretty well. Uh, unfortunately, you got crushed, uh, crushed. by the man, crushed, destroyed by the man, the myth, the legend. Demo, uh, five stars. Wow. One hundred and fifty-four thousand six hundred and seventy-one. Wow. Silent assassin. Tell me your ways. Look at look at. I think it was luck. Hide that smile. Look I at think him it was luck. Hide that smile. Yeah. No. I actually. I I'm surprised. I thought I, I'm gonna. I can't wait to explain my like way that I did it. But one, obviously, I did my little like mini save scum. But it was the most conservative, less used like save scumming I've done so far. This. This, this like series never spotted no notice kills wow. nobody's found no recordings non-target Close, kill none time bonus over 50,000 I had Amazing. one body that was like uh, every step I took I was waiting for a camera to <laughs> pop up to say body found because there was nowhere to put it and I never want to throw anyone over to like kill them I want no like deaths kind of thing Mo what was your time it's like 40 minutes I think okay yeah, uh, he did it in 38 minutes and 58 seconds. So Okay. Well, you know, I I think we need to go to the man who holds a hammer um, and sees every body on the map as a nail. Um, Jacob, tell us about how you completed your playthrough of the Ark Society. So I need to first off, first start by saying that this is easily, I think one of the most difficult levels that we've played so far in my estimation in the first two Hitman games Could for sure. Could not agree more. Okay. Yeah, there were guards more. everywhere. You couldn't do a thing. Mm, there, okay. There, every room had multiple guards and uh, it caused me great headaches when it came to figuring out the, the puzzles mm. of mm-hmm. not killing mm-hmm. anyone. Yeah. Uh, I won't lie. I played this level for between three and four hours which for me and like couldn't beat it. I, I think I tried multiple different ways. At one point, I got all the different storylines, but couldn't find one that would easily get me to my objective. Uh, so I restarted, and that's kind of when my, my best playthrough came through. The first piece that I did was the the effigy, I believe it's called, of uh, where you have to burn uh, a big... Uh, display and oh, Zoe okay. Washington is the one who introduces everyone to what's going on and she's like well let me show you how indestructible I am as your new leader let me let me climb into this thing and be burned uh, so to do that uh, what I ended up doing is I'm sure Mo did you kind of do this one as well 
Okay, so let, let's tag team this. Um, okay. I, you know, crawled around and then crawled through a window and then knocked out the two technicians that were in there in order to uh, sabotage this big metal structure. Is that kind of how you did it? How did you get into that area? So, like, my, my context was, like, I was originally doing the mission where you have to, like, take the identity of the, like, initiator people that wanted to join the secret society. There was two that yep. were wearing robes. And then once I found like the step mission to light up that phoenix, the whole symbolism is like the effigy. The, yeah, exactly. It goes down, and then she emerges or whatever. But that building to do the the wrenching. How did you yeah. get in there? Yeah, so uh, it was actually pretty easy. Like you go off to the side. There's this the huge money pit with the crowd that's just standing there. And so I go off to the side. They start talking about it, and I actually just you know, drop down about two feet where there's a bunch of guards, climb through the grass and then like shimmy my way across a window, climb into it. And that's how I got in there. Oh, okay. I found an easier way. Say, um, tell I me. I, I don't know what, like uh, what I was wearing or whatever, but before all of this happened, my first thing that initially that I did was I actually got rid of the security system and I might've had like a guard what? suit already. Wow. Well, um, by okay. this time kind of thing. So I was able to literally, I, I walked in that same kind of area where one of the initiators was, and there was a window to get into this building. So I just jumped in the window, walked up to the the gate, and that way I, I didn't even pass the view of the security guard who had the white bubble to see me. I literally just walked up, did the wrenching, and walked right out the window the same way I came in. Um, so there might have been, maybe that was one of the ways I felt it was a little bit easier because I, I feel like maybe I got lucky and I found this path, but it was just as I was exploring, the window was open and it was like, oh, there's no no hard way to do this right now. Yeah, there there were multiple times throughout where I, in my first three hours of exploring, I would get to a point where I would accidentally knock some, like hit somebody and then one of the guards would see and I would just like say, okay, time for fun. And then yeah. would just see how many guys I could murder with my gun <laughs> before they would shoot me down. It was typically 10-ish and then they would just destroy me. This game is not a shooty shoot. This is a mm -hmm. sneaky sneak. Yeah. So uh, you point yourself. No. no. You sabotage the gating mechanism, which would keep, uh, I think, Zoe Washington trapped. What happened ah, after that? Interesting. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's essentially, when she goes into the chamber, when you light it, at the like, once you start the, like, the sequence, it closes the gate. Oh, you mean in the effigy? Yeah. 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 Gotcha. And so there's two parts to that. So sabotaging the actual structure itself is the first part. And the second part is initiating the ceremony by becoming the master of ceremonies. He is a man who is in like a classic black plague kind of mask with a big cape. Um, I just followed him. And this is probably my proudest achievement in this entire level. Um, they are in one of the many parts of it where there's a bunch of like shipping crates and, you know, computers that are hanging out. Not like... Um, not, not a museum, not a shipping like cargo bay, but something similar to that. And I was really proud of myself. I picked up a bunch of stuff. There was three men in this in this room. So I stood at the back of the room. I think I threw a hammer at the first guy. And then <laughs> this master ceremonies is like really nervous in the window. I think I had a coconut or an apple in my inventory, yeah. whipped it at the second guard, and then like choked out the third, the master of ceremonies, put them all into like crates and got my master of ceremonies costume. Amazing. Yeah. Good yeah. work. Something very, very similar on my end. Like it was the room, master ceremony, two guards. I lured one over with like a radio that I turned on and choked him out, threw him in a bin. And the second guy, while that buddy was looking out the window, I just did the good old Mike Ruffalo coin toss. He came and investigated. Kobe. Kobe. 
little rear, rear naked choke, dumped him in a bin as well, and same thing with the Master of Ceremony, choked him out last and got his... That one was pretty straightforward, I There think. were so many empty bins. Just yeah. so many places to drop a body. Yeah. yeah. And hide. And then beyond that, there was even, like, other crates that just had... If you had a crowbar and you were one of the custodians, you could just, like, start busting into crates and picking up busts and picking up knives and picking up katanas. It was great. I'm the silent assassin. I don't make any noise so in those situations. <laughs> uh, Sorry. We didn't talk about this level in general. You're, like, in, like, an island castle area. It's, like, very vampire-y I got vibes of. Um, it yeah. was a pretty cool change of pace. Cause I think before this, we were in, like, a suburb in, like, Vermont or something. And now yeah. we're, like, in this remote, like, draconian, like, air. It's, it was just really cool. Everyone's in capes. So. And it's, it's very atmosphere. big, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So many levels. A... You stole the words right out of my mouth. Yeah. There were at least, like, six or seven different levels. Like, it was split levels of, like, here's a museum of where we're going to tell you about the how we're going to transplant your brain. Here's the bomb shelters. Here's this really important necklace that one of the Washington sisters really liked. There's just so many features to it. There's a lot of complexity here. And, um, and yet, is such a fun level without a lot of the jankiness that I would expect with this much complexity. Mm. Um, okay, so Jacob, Effigy was your first kill Yep. Uh-huh. on Zoe Washington. Mm-hmm. Um, how did you take out the next sister? So unfortunately, this is kind of where my playthrough kind of goes down the, the garbage bin. Uh, because for Sophia Washington, uh, I ended up throwing scissors at her. <laughs> Best way to wrap off the final kill Y'all, in the I, game. I couldn't just figure it patient. I couldn't figure it out. Like I said, I played three or four hours. I couldn't get, like, because there's a mission where you can actually become someone that is a counsel to her, but he's surrounded by guards. I just, for the life of me, couldn't figure it out. So um, she's got a guard with her the entire time. And at one point, she, I positioned myself pretty perfectly. I, I saved scum this one a little bit because um, it was like 10 minutes before we had to record. And I'm like, I need to finish this. Uh, so I was at the at the beginning of a stairwell there was one guard to my right there was a door essentially like behind me on my right i aimed my scissors i whipped them at her and she was murdered ran out a door dropped down a ledge and kind of made my way out that way um my escape was was pretty pretty phenomenal uh okay. it involved it involved becoming a uh one of the waiters um, like destroying a fuse box, getting a waiter to come out, taking his costume, and then just kind of slowly strolling out all the way back to the beginning of the level because for the life of me, I couldn't figure out how to get out in the helipad. There's like one or two other ways to get out, but I, I went right back to the beginning of the level, bolted across it, and ended up with a very quick kill, 19 minutes. Um, but like, I won't lie, I'm, I'm kind of disappointed with the way that my that my story ended. I didn't even have a screwdriver, y'all. Like, I used scissors. No, I didn't even use my signature screwdriver. But That's the thing that's upsetting you, the, the tool. Yeah. But, so, Mike, maybe you did better. Well, hold up. I want to know, did you get prompted to help the constant escape? Yeah, so it's funny. During one of my earlier playthroughs, when I just killed Zoe uh, Washington because I, I couldn't figure out the effigy, uh, and if you actually wait too long, she says, like, ah, like you can't figure this out. I'm going away. And I just like straight up murdered her in a room, actually in the same room where I took the master of ceremonies out. And she dropped like a plunger, 
for um, for Jan. A pl- what, that's a what trigger. they're called, right? A trigger. A trigger. Uh, and so I knew that that was something that was in the level. But unfortunately, my thought was like, I need to get out of this level. This level's hot. I got to finish. So I did not do the optional piece of like finding the, the trigger. But for maybe y'all did. There, for a second there, you had me thinking that she was just like plumbing toilets on the side. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, where did the plunger come from? plungers, are they not? Uh, not never heard of it. World. Yeah. yeah. That's or actually, are plungers the, the thing with, imagine like a cartoon the, TNT, yeah. is that a plunger? Sure. But okay. when, when you pick up the thing, it says, uh, press the trigger. Um, oh, okay. So, yeah. I, I get it. You didn't, you didn't go through that, that part of the mission. Um, no. But I did. So let me fill you in on oh, what happens during that. So um, I put a handicap on myself this time around that okay. I don't usually do. Which uh, I usually pull a mo, where you know you go through, <laughs> you scope out the whole level, and then you make your go of it. Um, and there was a little piece of dialogue that Lucas Wolf says to you as you're loading in, where he says like, "We don't know what." Lucas Gray. Gonna, Lucas Gray. Sorry, we don't know what you're gonna see on the other side when you get there. Like we have very limited intel. So I just kind of took that as like all the other ones, like you've got pretty good intel of like what it is and this one i'm like i think it might be cheating in a way like i felt like i would cheat the game if i like scoped everything out figured out the one i wanted to do and then executed on it so i did one playthrough um and i had minor saves coming where i um you know accidentally snapped someone's neck when i was subduing them um and, and you know situations like that um, so when I got in, you know, you take a walk through, you pretend like you're one of the other people. Um, and I very quickly found myself in the, what I will call the catacombs, the lower levels. I immediately slid down some, some stairs and found all these guards and the guards are never alone. They're always in pairs or trios or quadruples. And, um, and so, you know, lured one away, waited till one turned their back, choked them both out, um, and very quickly found um, the room with the hydraulic press. And there were people in there, and I didn't realize, you know, exactly what it was, but it said, hey, if you, you know, this is something you can interact with. Do you want to adjust it? And I said, yep, sure. And then it said, mission story completed. So I was like, okay, great. I just have to figure out what story I completed. And that was the effigy where um, you have to screw up the hydraulic system that would normally lower her and allow her to escape from the flame. Um, mm. But having destroyed it, she is then uh, then consumed by it. Um, oh, so I, I stumbled into that and completed really it cool. without having realized it. Um, and I was like, well, I've already done this. Let me just find the, the master of ceremonies. Um, and yeah, then I went on my hunt for him. Is, is this the first time, well, for me, maybe it's the first time, noticing a mission being completed without following the actual like checkpoints <laughs> to do it? Because me and Jacob d- did that mission in the way it was expected, but you also did. Does that mean that other missions have like secondary ways of like completing them, I guess? Because you, you, you changed a different mechanic. Like the, 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 you're saying she well, was able to... What, how do you guys had to do the exact same thing, right? You had to take the wrench and yep. adjust the system... But I think you just had the prompt like, hey, this is something you should go do. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
and and, and I just stumbled into it. I thought, yeah, like, well, that's cool. I can I can create chaos in in little ways. Um, I, it's not the it's not the Agent Forty Seven I wanted to be, but it was the Agent Forty Seven I was that day. Um, and let me tell you, I don't know typically how much a man can carry, but my Agent Forty Seven can carry. He he essentially has a trench coat just filled with pockets of random items. Um, I, I was cloud, cloud storage. <laughs> cloud storage. I went through <laughs> Very the good. tour of the bunkers and there was seven apples throughout the tour and I picked up all of them and the apples became my weapon of choice. Got it. Um, Love that's it. I cool. was throwing apples at people, walking up to them <laughs> and pressing X to knock them out um, at multiple times throughout the mission. So yeah, got the masters of ceremony thing, set the money pit on fire watched her <laughs> watched her get inside set her ablaze great okay one of two is done how do i do the next one i spent so much time wandering around i thought okay next stage i want to do the thing where you've got to wear the white robe and collect all the coins because when i first got to the castle uh, i started following those guys around thinking like maybe this is the way to do it and quickly abandoned it mm-hmm. and uh, in my journeys of trying to figure out where to go, I found the security camera room. And I'm like, great. I have not okay. seen the security cameras yet, but, um, you know, like, I, I need to tackle this. And every single thing I tried could not get enough people out of that room fast enough. I don't know what I was doing wrong. I switched off the fuse box. I turned on the radio. I threw coins in every direction that I could and there was no way for me to get close. Um, I even poisoned the drink that the guy had there. And I just could not get enough people out of that room. Yeah, I'm looking at your score and it says no recordings. You didn't get those points. So that that's probably most of the reason why Mo crushed you. Oh, I mean, he beat me on time and, and a lot of different things. But uh, it, was, it was tough. I just gave up on it and I said, I'll be able to get this at the end. I'll get mm-hmm. this last kill and I'll figure it out at the end. And so... One of the fun little things, I don't know if you guys picked up on this, for every one of the guys in white that you choke out, you get all their little commemorative coins. Oh, and, nice. Okay. And there's a little challenge to get 30 of those coins, mm-hmm. and it's called Magpie. And as you collect them, you get closer yeah. and closer and closer. Um, and I found those coins all over the place. It was a fun little collectible, even though I didn't end up using them. Well, do you know the sub story for that one? Mm-hmm. So that's when you become a full member, right? Yeah. yeah, there's it's like I think it's called the initiate and in one of the rooms on one of the first two or three floors, they're like, "Hey, if you want to be a part of this, then like you got to find the coins. The person who finds the most coins gets to meet with one of the Washington sisters and take like a polygraph test as well to prove if that they're like best fit for the society or something." It it's Oh, that's wacky. the torture one, right? Yeah. Where you can reverse yeah. the torture on her. Gotcha. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, then I started roaming the castle, trying to find places to go, and I stumble across. And I'm wearing the Master of Ceremonies costume, thinking it's yep. as close as I could get to, you know, a super user. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and I stumble into the necklace, and I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I can turn off the system. I can rob it here. There's a thing above it. I can drop it on the necklace. There's all these things I can do. And I bump into some guards, and they won't let me pass. They're like, we can't even let the Master of Ceremonies through. And I'm like, okay, well, if this isn't a super user, what is? And I remember, before I loaded up the mission, one of the options was to dress up as one of the Ark Society members. And I'm like, 
that has to be super user how do i get that it totally is and i lean over a balcony looking at the necklace and sophia washington comes by i'm like ah Mm. i'm just gonna follow her and i follow her around and she leads me essentially outside and i see our man with the janus costume and i'm like okay well when i walk up the guard says sorry sir can't let you pass and i'm like oh man well how am i gonna get to him and I see that there's a little ledge that I can shimmy across, open windows that I have to make sure I don't get seen, and a ledge that I can climb up. And I do it, and I find out, great, I'm behind enemy lines, but there are four guards here guarding this one guy, and they're all walking and paying attention. So um, I realize that the satellite that's right there ends up blocking the view of one guy to the other, and there's this guy with binoculars. He's looking out into the distance, and you have the option to either kick him off the edge or choke him out. And I use the obstructed view to choke him out, and I created a pile of bodies. Yeah. Uh, one by one by one as I choke them all out um, wearing, their, wearing their disguise. One of the fun things that I found as I was doing that is the constant comes to talk to the Ark Society member who happens to be a, a coal baron, and he gives them this pitch on you know what will essentially happen to the world when everything goes to hell is that uh it'll become communism and that was a nightmare to him in a way that he wasn't expecting don't Um, they pitch him as like an ultra conservative coal baron or something along those lines yeah this this uh this plot or this narrative is that all the members of the ark society are old rich and energy um energy folk and they have committed a disinformation campaign on global warming and Sophia Washington's trying to get get them all convinced to you know switch their stance and be you know pro green, um, and that there's money to be made in it. I did the same method too, Mike, but I approached it in a different way. But I okay. think we got the same final. <laughs> okay, so ended up choking him out, creating a pile of bodies, wearing his outfit, run up to her and say, "Hey, I've changed my mind. Let's bring it to a vote." And she's giving me a speech as we walk over to it. I sit down in the chair. Everyone votes. It comes to me. And I vote no again. And she says, well, okay, I want to talk with you. Come come with me. And I'm like, great. This is the moment I need. But all of these guards. Did you have the option or no? I had the option to vote yes okay. or vote no. Or I could or stand, stand up. up. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh, I wonder what standing up does. Um, did, you, did you stand up, Mo? No, I, uh, so for, for a split second while they were talking, I knew I was going to be voting on something, but I lost my train of thought. And then all of a sudden I got the, like the three options. Yes, no, or like walk away. I'm like, no, <laughs> just, just impulse, but it worked out for me. So I was happy. I, I appreciate that you were foisted, uh, again from your, your desire to not read. Yeah. Literally, uh, I was like, uh, no, <laughs> yeah. just don't want to participate. Mo likes Dewey games. It's fine. Yeah. It's it's all good. So, yeah, I follow her up, and all the guards are with her. And I'm like, damn, like, I'm not going to have an opportunity to take her out. And she takes us to this really beautiful top of the castle, sits me down, levels with me, and then says, okay, guards, give us the room. And I'm like, aha, there's, this is the moment. Yep. And she walks up to the wait, open wait, Iron Maiden. Wait, 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 wait. Jacob, go to the direct chat message with me and you. You'll see what Mike is exactly describing right now. Mike, I sent him a photo of that situation. Perfect, perfect. So uh, she's standing in front of this open Iron Maiden. I'm like, you could not have served this on a plate for me any better. 
um, and my patience is rewarded. Um, I staved off the impulse to throw a pair of scissors at her somewhere along the journey. <laughs> and I, I give her a nice little kick into the Iron Maiden. It closes shut, and a nice little pool of blood appears beneath it. And I very casually walk downstairs and am greeted with uh, a message from Lucas Gray saying, hey, uh, let's get the constant out of there. Help him escape. And that's my new objective. And I find the constant out a window. And I do a quick save because I wasn't sure if stepping out of the window would end up, um, <laughs> you know, creating cause or alarm. And overhear him on the phone discussing ICA and how they're neutral, discussing that Lucas Gray, uh, you know, deceived ICA and got them to do all of their dirty work and oh, all dang. these things. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, my God, like, am I being double-crossed here? Am I being deceived and, you know, played a fool? Um, is this an untrustworthy narrator in a way? And I think, okay, well, I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to go for it. I'm going to play along. I let him know the score. I follow him outside, and as I'm leaving, I realize, oh no, I don't have a, I don't have a chance here to destroy the recording. I just have to roll with this. So I end up rolling right off the boat with him, uh, and escape, and and that was my playthrough. Now I, I just have one question. So we we've kind of talked about this deception. Um, I didn't do the optional side mission, so the whole time I was gasping, you couldn't audibly hear it, but my face was a gasp. Um, does the end cutscene allude to the fact that there may have been deception? Or is the end cutscene just basically like shrouded in mystery? Mo? Gonna be honest, I play all these missions just for the missions. <laughs> I don't know if I paid attention to anything. <laughs> Once it's like over and there's like a cutscene, I'm like, all right, time for a snack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, did you? Uh, go ahead, I Mike. Sorry. I don't know what deception you would be referring to. So you're talking about there about how Lucas Gray is Lucas Gray a double crosser when you say that he's working for ICA or like what is that thread that you're starting to pull on with Lucas Gray? Well, I I just don't know. Like I couldn't piece together enough lore and the like the political machinations for it to make sense to me to figure out whether I was being double crossed, whether, you know, this was exactly what we should be expecting. I just hadn't followed it close enough to know and I just thought I'm just going to go with the mission objective. What's the worst thing that can happen? Yeah, that that makes sense. Just like as a as a, on a high level, like the constant gets taken on the ship, you take out his poison ship, um, the he gets inter interrogated, and you find out that there are some families that are involved in this, um, Three and families. exactly the Ingrams, the Carlisles, and the Stu Stuvesens, the Stuvesens family, Stuvesens. Yeah, thank you. Uh, 47 and Gray leave to track those families down. Constant is with Diana. Um, the Constant's basically like, I didn't tell you everything about 47. And then there's a final flashback uh, at the end that I'm confused about. I'm like, oh. does this mean does this mean that 47 is responsible for the death of Diana's parents? Oh, spoilers, but yes. Oh, dang! Yes. Yep, yep. I didn't, I didn't realize the timeline would work that way. I didn't realize he was immortal uh, and didn't age, <laughs> but, but yes. Um, oh, dang. 
Yeah. Or maybe she's younger than I, I realize, but she looks like she's quite mature. And, yeah. Uh, and, and also these are the cutscenes that we've seen previously of the death of her family and the thing that's motivating her through it. Dang. Um, so there's some spicy things that are going to happen. But before we get into the deep lore of all of this, I want to know how Mo bested me. Yeah, I'm going to initially say I think a lot of it was luck um, and just timing, just coincidences that happened, especially with like the NPC, like their pathing. I just had situations where everything came up perfect, where like a person would be facing another way and my target was like solo. Anyways, so when it started off, I essentially do my same thing I always do. I explore and I pick up all items, wrenches, <laughs> screwdrivers, yep. rat poison. If it's available, it's in my yep. cloud storage and ready to go. Um, Cannonballs. Exactly. Uh, well, that's the thing. I, I don't really pick up like throwables. It's always like the mission items, like screwdrivers, uh, wrenches, things like that. Okay. But well, bricks the, and all that I don't. Yeah. The cannonball is a mission item. There is a oh, there is okay. a way to kill. I think it's Sophia where she steps in front of a cannon and you mm. light it off. Yeah. That's why I just usually if it looks like a throwable. I remember like there was a softball or like a mm-hmm. cricket ball before that I picked up randomly for a mission. But you're right, Micah. But traditionally, I don't pick those up. Um, as I kind of started out, my main thing was like just find the first mission and kind of follow through. And that was the one where it's like dress up as a initiate, collect these little coins. And as I was doing that, I found the path that Jacob found to light the phoenix on fire, follow that. Mm-hmm. But before I even got to that mission, I did what Obi-Wan Kenobi pretty much always incentivized, <laughs> get the high ground. I found the ladder that took me all the way up into like a higher floor on the outside of like the castle area. Coincidentally, as I'm like just walking around, just being sneaky, I find a door that said security on it. And I'm like, yes. Okay. Right away, I'm able to possibly clear this little situation. And that way, I don't have to worry about it at like end of game. Pure luck, just I coincidentally climbed up the ladder and I found this location. While I was doing that, the way I kind of got inside was there was one of those fuse boxes on the outside of the building. So you pull that, someone's like, oh, someone turned off the fuse box. They walk around choked yep. the security guard out and i got like the level one security guard and that's what i'll name mm-hmm. it because i find there's like a special forces security guard the one that protects mm-hmm. that final character mike the one that has like the blue capes right yeah, oh, yeah. So yeah. that's i feel like this level two is what i'll call so i got the level one and then i was because i had that one almost all like it was like a pre-super user account essentially whereas a lot of people wouldn't didn't really bat an eye and that's why i was able to get the phoenix mission cleared up pretty quick because i was able just to walk around and like get the master of ceremony costume things like that so security mission is done and i was able to get my first kill really relatively quickly uh that way without much like messing around now to get the second one i was exploring to find like a new mission to like help me get sophia washington and i got into like an open courtyard where two people were talking about there's a, some vote coming up uh, and some guy was like, doesn't want to like go through with the vote, and it's like, do you want to follow this mission? I said, ah, yeah, might as well. It looked. Kind of, <laughs> I didn't know like the context behind it. I said, yeah, let's let's follow that because it's a way for me to get close <laughs> to the target. Um, then, as I kind of find out, you have to dress up as this dude. I just like Mike. I'm like, okay, this guy is surrounded by everyone, and my security officer uniform isn't able to get through. But the place where I got the I like notification for follow this mission, there was two like other. Special Forces guys and okay. the Mike Ruffalo special coin tossed it. He came around <laughs> like the, the wall, which had like high grass, choked him out, took his uniform, and I left him in the high grass because I figured nice. that was like a hidden uh-huh. location. But that's the one I was like most worried about because anyone walking yep. in that courtyard, if they get a specific yep. angle, they might see him, and there's nowhere to throw him besides over the cliff into the water. <laughs> yep. 
I think I know the exact courtyard you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, I think I know too. There's like a wall, kind of triangle. Anyways, so I climb, I climb directly upstairs because that's where the the Baron was like located, and the timing based off of how I was walking, I got to that location just as he was talking with the constant. So his his face was around. Uh, When I ran up, I had the timing figured out that as soon as I got there, I had to turn on the radio to distract guard number one. And then I had to, uh, once I did that, he was the only one that was looking at the glass of, like, wine that was for the Baron. So I dropped rat poison in it while the Baron was talking to the Constant, so he wasn't looking at the glass of wine. And the second I finished it and I ran around, he didn't see me. So he walked up to the glass, obviously needed to go to the bathroom, so he walks away from sight (laughs) from everyone. When he does that, I choke him out, and, like, I take his uniform, and I drop him right, like, almost where I choked him out. And that's also another place where I wasn't comfortable, because, like, no one was going to walk into that area, but you never know, NPCs could change their path, they maybe late game and go somewhere. So Mm -hmm. I was, like, fingers crossed, like, if in my head, I'm like, this was getting a little tight anyway. I'm like, if it's found, that's just going to be a knock on my score, like, whatever, because there's no other way I could have done getting his uniform, it seemed. Anyways, grab his uniform, I go talk to, uh... Sophia Washington and the same thing mm-hmm. kind of Mike did but like like I wasn't paying attention really to the story and it's like <laughs> how do you vote and I'm like no <laughs> and then coincidentally yeah it, it worked great because then I, I went to the same like uh, room with her she clears out all of her guards they tell everyone to kick rocks and then she steps in front of the torture chamber and I'm like this is for Matilda and I kick her in <laughs> Uh, that kind of ends her situation and the same prompts as Mike I eventually just escort the constant out the whole time but I, I, I don't even know if there was any additional things I could have done it seems like it was straightforward like go talk to him and as he's walking around I'm dressed in the the Baron's uniform so no one's questioning what's mm-hmm. going on and it's just a clear walk to the boat jump in the boat jump off right into the sunset smoother mission than i was expecting but i think like i said it was mostly just like timing and like i think i got lucky finding especially the security area early on because this is a dumb question but you don't get any extra points for doing that optional mission right you get you get extra xp for doing it but i don't think it actually affects your score materially Mm, i think i have like the breakdown but you're right jacob i doubt it would because it didn't seem like it came up as an additional objective but like like escort the constant or you can escape yeah so maybe you're right it just gives you additional points yeah so, mo how did you get the uh, the thing that i'm still stuck on how did you get the security recordings destroyed with uh with, with all of the people in there so i have i had the single security officer uniform initially and yeah. then when, I, when i walked because i like I, like i led someone out and then when I had that, I think there was one other person in there that was like a supervisor that could detect yeah. me. And I, I'm i going to be honest, I don't remember if I did the Mike Ruffalo coin or if I just waited for him to be away. <laughs> oh. But I just walked up, it initiated the activity, and no one was directly looking at me. Wow. So, wow. And my, like I said, I think it was just a lucky, like someone moved out of the way at the right time, and I pulled up in the right time. And uh, one security guard was choked out by me because I lured him outside, so maybe it was less of a complex threat, but... Yeah, it's just it, to be honest. When you guys when we first started the call, and you guys said it was super difficult. In my head, I'm like, I not to even like to my own horn, but like <laughs> I feel like I just got convenient coincidence, like movement in that in that level. Where maybe if I played it another time in a different universe, I might have been like, "Whoa, this is crazy." Well, did yeah. you not feel like there was just a whole lot more to this level than than some of the others? Like it doesn't feel as busy as Mumbai does. Yeah, but yeah. it does feel like there are 
more threats at every turn. Like there are just guards Security, all yeah. over the place. There are so many levels of you can do this or you cannot do this, and this is how you will, um, you know, break your cover. Yeah, you know what? I think it's purely based off of me finding that ladder that went to the security area because when I started off, I was in security outfit, so already reduced threat. And I can only imagine if I was in Agent 47's uniform or someone else's walking around, guaranteed everyone's suspicious of you. But I didn't have that experience because early on I was concealed. Okay, so something I want to find out if you guys did as well. I had to be very cautious with how often I did this. But there are these... um, wenches i think or winches yep um just all mm-hmm. over the place yeah and you can yeah. just decide to be like and i'm just gonna hit this one I did and then things crop you know things crash from the ceiling gates slide down um i know there's an achievement slash a mission objective to get three people with one of those uh one of those gates um <laughs> i hit a bunch of them and i heard people scream but thankfully i got no one killed and it made me hesitant to, to pull any of those again yeah, I, I pulled it once, and when I pulled it, uh, it was like in the main, the first main bar area. If you kind of go out, there's one. There's actually a door you can knock on that I couldn't figure out. Like, why am I knocking on this door? A guard yeah. comes, he looks through the little hole in the door. Couldn't figure that out. But oh, at one that's, point, that's the coins. That's where you gotta oh, trade in the coins. Oh dang. Okay. Well, right next to that, there's one of those winches, and I just decided like, ah, why not? And I hit it, and everyone saw me do it. So I was like, <laughs> ah, maybe. Maybe not. Maybe not the thing I'm going to do. Yes, it's the same thing. I I, I didn't want to be... Oh, sorry. Uh, It was the same thing. I didn't want to be chaotic. I did it once, and I saw how big of a commotion it did. I'm like, there's no way my my way of playing Hitman includes this thing. So I just stopped triggering them. There was um, one other thing that I thought was really interesting in terms of an outfit that I I got. Um, Early on... You know, I went into that room where there's people performing. It's a bar. There's hors d'oeuvres and stuff. Went off to the side where they trigger the mission prompt to tell you about the coin thing, how to become an initiate or a member. Um, and one of the people that I was able to choke out, I think they were in a room by themselves, was an, I think the costume is called Entertainer. Uh-huh. And they are blindfolded. So ev- the, everything is like in a gray filter. Because your character can't actually see and is like Interesting. going by going by sight, and I wanted to use it so much. I wanted to like live out Agent Forty Seven as to the Daredevil, mm-hmm. but um, it's just not a really powerful costume. It doesn't get it doesn't get you into a lot of places. People tell hmm. you you can't go places, um, hmm. so I, I lost it pretty quick after I choked out some guards. Um, I think this is probably a good place to ask uh, a very important question. Um, we've played six of these levels. We've played Hitman games before. Uh, if someone has gotten here and they're like, y'all, do you like these video games? Uh, what, what's a good thing to say? Um, okay, I, from the beginning, it's always been in my top ten video games, the Hitman series in general. And I feel like it's just every sing- like it's the same thing now all the time, and I'm enjoying it still. Uh, every time there's some minute change in mechanics, it's always like nice to have. But for me, it's like the 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 way they've made puzzles really fun and not seem like a, just a traditional puzzle game. That's what I always love about them because it's always you trying to like figure out some random way to like finish an objective and they also can baby step you along the way if you get stuck. I find it just a buttery smooth puzzle game. 
from the beginning and I feel like I still have that opinion of it. I can see some people being like, I'd rather not do a puzzle. I'd rather just go around shooting or finish objectives. But for me, I, I love hearing the different ways people like to finish these levels. And it's, it hasn't changed for me. I, it's still in my top 10 is my answer. I think that says so much because Mo just loves shooting guns. Mm-hmm. And this is a game where, you know, you're never really pulling out your gun. If you pulled out your gun, you're playing it wrong. You've yeah. made some mistakes. Well, it's. Uh, I want to I want to stop you on there. It's not okay. bad. I feel like like this game the cool thing about it is there's so many ways to approach it and like Jacob throws scissors, sometimes gunslings, <laughs> chucks, whatever it might be. And I love that he has a path to enjoy the game if he wants to that way, but then there's also other ones. So like, yeah, it's you can shoot it up, but it's almost it's so much more satisfying when like you don't yes. have to. I one I don't think the shooting is very good in the game, but two I think it's just the least satisfying way to complete these missions. There are so yep. many fun, tailored, like unique ways to 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 take someone out that using the gun just seems so obvious and boring that it it doesn't seem fulfilling. Yeah, and I don't want to be contrarian, but I also want to bring up one of my favorite methods of completing a mission was one of the ways you did it, Mike, in that Mumbai episode with having that sniper just take care of your like missions for you. That was so cool. Like you're so it's, great. It's, you're literally you're it's a sad, it's literally using gun your gun, but not having to actually pull that trigger. It's yeah, I, I, these games are sweet. Maybe I'm I'm with you biased. Okay. I'm with you, no. and I would say I would say like I love these games too. And and I think they're they're awesome. Yeah, I I agree with the three of you. Or there's only two of us besides me. I agree with everyone. These games are really good. They're Even really yourself. fun. I agree with myself. And look, I'm not great at these games. Uh, I have a pattern where I I am patient, and then I lose my mind and I start throwing sharp objects. But the game lets me do that. And even on you know I think of Whittleton Creek where I sat in the backyard and I like used my silenced pistol to shoot someone from like thirty feet away or forty feet away. And that's something that this game this game like whatever your imagination decides that you want to do, this game allows you to do. Um, I'm excited at some point, maybe the three of us will jump into Hitman 3 that just came out the year that these podcasts are coming out. I hope people that listen to these podcasts enjoy them because they're a little bit different from what we typically do. It's more like talky about Dewey instead of like talking, you know, more high level. But I, I appreciate that we do them. I appreciate you and I appreciate the Hitman series. A ton of fun. Yeah, Totally. I totally recommend them anytime I someone asks like what video you're going to play I'm like Hitman's ever on sale like it's such a nice little yeah, <laughs> And I like the story now too. Like I can't I can't tell you that I follow it all, but it I am kind of gripped by it. I definitely had a gasp moment when it was Agent 47 behind the tree and you knew that, you know, Diana Burnwood's family was going to go. Yeah, and even I I would say like this is like a you know Tom Clancy novel uh, kind of level of story, but I appreciate the amount of thought and storytelling and dialogue that's in a specific level um, that you remember. Like you're gonna remember the crooked like Bollywood movie director that took a flyer because of a fan that malfunctioned. Uh, you're gonna remember you know Janice being murdered in his wheelchair in Whittleton Creek, like. You might not remember the macro story, but there's micro stories that you'll probably take with you. Yeah, it's definitely cool. Because even like if you talk to someone about like Hitman, if they have played it, it's like, oh, do you remember like that Formula One episode? And everyone has a different experience, oh, but we do yeah. remember it like in our own way. So it's like, 
such a good conversation starter for anyone else that plays video games, especially if they've played a Hitman. It's like, how did you do it? Oh, I did it this way. Or listening to the podcast and finding out how we did it and sharing it with other people. That's what I love about it. There's so many ways to take a crack, and there's so many, like, yeah, like, just ways to enjoy it. And so this is the the sixth episode. There are two DLC episodes. Um, stay tuned for our, on our social media if we're going to play those now, later. Um, but you can follow us on Twitter at Left Behind Club and on Instagram at Left Behind Game Club. If you want to talk to some folks that are playing Hitman 2 along with the show, uh, you can join our Discord. The link to that is on our website at leftbehindgame.club. Or you can just go to leftbehindgameclub slash Discord and you can jump right in there. Uh, lots of fine folks who like to talk about video games. Um, just a real wholesome community that, uh, that is built up around this show that I appreciate very much. Echo, echo, echo. Uh, what you can do too if you like us is give us a review on your podcasting platform of choice uh, Apple Podcasts would be great five stars and if you decide to give us a review make sure to send it our way and we'll read it on the show um, but folks that's that's all we do uh, Michael if folks want to find you on the internet where can they do so they can find me at most social places online at Ruffalo M and uh, in the discord server or on my website michaelruffalo.com slash dot ca or dot ca whichever one you want they, I got them both. They're both me. Um, Mo, where can the people find you at? They can find me on almost all social media platforms at mmercati, um, but also hanging around on that Discord server that, that Jacob mentioned. I'm in there too. You can find me uh, at Jacob McCourt on all major social media platforms. I host another podcast called Cutscenes. It is a seasonal uh, video game movie podcast. You can find uh, that show on all major podcasting platforms. And I'm hosting a little show on on YouTube and on Twitch called Video Game Trivia. Uh, you can find that at twitch.tv. So, what'd you say? Oh, I'm saying I'm vouching. Oh, vouch. You guys are, it's a lot of fun. You guys were on it. Uh, you can find it at twitch.tv slash Jacob McCord or youtube.com slash Jacob McCord. I got it everywhere. I'm a Everybody monster. Everybody should watch it. At least one episode. Thank you. Um, Mo, uh, Mike, you're, you're being so nice. Why don't you, you close off the show in a real nice way? That, my friends, is one amazing episode left behind. Thank you.